Uh, this is part two of our NFL predictions and really part one of multiple weeks. I'm not going to include the NFL postseason in here, but part one of our weekly picks. Can't wait. And uh, me and Keenan will actually be keeping track of our record this year. And we're going to have, by the sounds, possibly a bet for uh, the winner, winner and loser. So uh, we'll come up with that hopefully before next week, but definitely in the early part of the season, within the first four weeks, I'll say. Oh, um, but we kind of just freestyled it right before we got on. We're like, yeah, let's do that, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, hopefully you listen to our part one, which was our NFL season predictions, but this is just going to be our week one NFL picks. Kid, want to get right into it? Yes, let's go. So we got Bills at Rams Thursday night tomorrow. I've Buffalo, got, what? I was gonna say. I was say you going. <clears throat> Buffalo is favored by two and a half on the road at LA. That's insane to me. It is um, insane. I will say this: if Buffalo's that team that you have them as, if Buffalo's that team that everyone seems to have them as, they got to win tomorrow. Even though they have sixteen more games after tomorrow, tomorrow's the one they should win. If they're that team, everyone is picking them. Buffalo, show me. Go win tomorrow at LA. Take down the defending champions and what could be a Super Bowl preview. All right, you're even favored. Vegas is giving you the uh, the advantage there on the road on ring night for them, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, or at least banner night it would be for the NFL. So, I'm gonna go Rams. Keaton, who do you have? I got Buffalo. Okay, makes sense with who you had. Uh, I'm going to go. I do think it'll be close. I think it'll be something like 27-24. So that would mean, yeah, that would mean the Bills do not cover there. So, yeah, I got the Rams outright against the spread and the Rams, period. So next game on this docket is Browns at Panthers. Carolina's a two-and-a-half point favorite. I think that's, I think they could even be more. Uh, I'm going to pick the Panthers in that game. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I have the um, I have the uh Panthers in that game as well. I actually, I'll just give a score for you. I think Buffalo wins thirty-one twenty-eight. So I think they That's cover. Yeah, I was. I didn't give a score, so I think it's thirty-one twenty-eight. Uh, Buffalo over Rams, and you have the um, you have a twenty-four twenty-seven Rams. But anyways, to go back to what we were at well now, I think the Panthers beat the um, I think the Panthers win. Yeah, um, I'm just going to freestyle these scores here, I guess, because I ain't ran them down. I, I could see something like 24-11 Panthers. Ooh, okay, so 24-11 to 11 Panthers. I have it a little closer. I think it's going to probably be like a 27-17 Panthers. Good score, good score. Uh, the New England Patriots at Miami Dolphins. Uh, it says Miami's a three-point favorite. I've also seen two and a half. Uh, this is weirdly important for the Dolphins. They have a tough schedule after the Patriots. It's almost a must-win for the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Patriots, though I'm not confident. Of course, you could have Tom Brady back there. It doesn't matter. They have trouble in Miami for whatever reason. It's probably going to be a 90-degree day there, so it's probably going to be humid and hella hot. Uh I'm going to go Patriots 23-17. I'm not confident in that, but I'm picking them because that's my team. 
Uh, would not be surprised if the Dolphins win, obviously. But I do think it's going to be a close game regardless. I agree uh, with the close game. I actually have Miami edging it. I have them splitting the season series, and I always have Miami and Miami for it. I got 20-18. to 18. Completely reasonable. Uh, Dolphins, or sorry, Eagles at Lions. Eagles are a four-point favorite. I'm going to have the Eagles here by a touchdown, 27-20. I have okay. You have twenty-seven twenty. I have the Eagles winning thirty-one to twenty. Okay, okay. Contender type stuff from them right there. For sure. Ravens, even Super Bowl winning Baltimore Ravens yeah. at the. Yeah, they're giving Baltimore a touchdown. Uh, I'm gonna go Baltimore thirty-four, thirteen. I had facing their old friend Joe Flacco. By the way. 35 to 10 is what I had. We are in the same boat there. I think seven's a generous line. They could easily have that double digits. Uh, I, I may be doing some betting early on here in the season, and that line, I'm, I'm happy for that parlay line. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an easy parlay right there. Put yeah. the rave with a few different teams. Uh, Niners at Bears, San Francisco, seven-point favorite. Uh, I'm going to go Niners 23, Bears 14. So you have them covering. I I have the 49ers over the Bears going to be 27 to not go 27-18, a random score. Mm. Yeah, 27-18. I think they cover. We got another divisional game here. This one could be close. They have Indy by a touchdown here, but it's the Colts at the Texans. I'm going to go field goal game. I feel like I have a lot in the scoring range, but 24-21 Colts. Oh, I'm going to say you are on, so you're higher on the Texans than I am. I have the Indianapolis Colts winning about 28-17. to 17. I think that... I just think they're going to have so much ball control. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to have himself a monster day. That's fair. That's fair. I think this Texans defense is going to be good. I think this game is going to be close. I do think this Colts team will look better middle to end of the season with Matt Ryan, but I think right now it'll look a little bumpy. Divisional games are weird, especially in week one. Fair. So uh, wouldn't be surprised to see an upset here either, but I'm going to roll with a favorite. And we saw the Go Saints to- win 38-3 to against the Packers and zero people. Even the Saints wouldn't have predicted that. So I got, we got Jacksonville at the Commanders. Uh, some would call them the Cock Commanders, but uh, Washington is a two and a half point favorite. I'm gonna go Commanders, twenty six, Jaguars seventeen. I actually have the Jags winning this game in a close one, twenty seven to twenty four. All right, we got the New Orleans Saints next, five-and-a-half-point favorite over Keenan's one win, Atlanta Falcons. Keenan, I'm guessing a big win here for the Saints, but hit me with the score. 35-13. I, I don't I, – I have no faith in this team, and I think that – I think I love Kamara this week. I love the Saints this week. I'm, I'm going heavy on them in FanDuel. Speaking of, I'll probably be doing some fantasy football – Good old stuff. I'm excited for that. But yeah, 35-13. Probably will be or will be? By probably will be, I mean I will be. All right. So we got... I'll talk about it at the end. I'm going to go 30-16 to 16 Saints. 
Okay. Uh, so the only dog I picked is the Pats, I believe. Yeah, and I, the only one I've picked is the Jags. And sorry, and I picked the Rams. So I the Rams are a home dog. I can't, you don't see that. I don't. Often. Do not understand that. You don't see that but often. so next we got Steelers at Bengals divisional game. Since he's a six and a half point favorite. Uh, I do think this is going to be a little closer. This is a Mike Tomlin special. Uh, I'm going to go 27-23 Bengals. Ooh, okay, so I have the Bengals winning. I think it's going to be a 30-21 to 21 game. I think it'll be. I think it's going to be a competitive game, and then I just think at the end they're going to pull away from a little bit. You said 27-24, correct? 27-23. 23, thank you. Bengals dying to be teased in that one, along with this game, depending on how you feel on Arizona. Kansas City is six-point favorite on the road against the Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to go – this is my Super Bowl champion. I'm going to go 34-24 KC. I've got it 34-28. to 28. Okay, so you got the you got a competitive shootout here. I think it's going to be a competitive shootout. I like that Cardinals normally play well at the beginning of the season. I think Kyler's going to want to come out and try to prove some stuff. I like Mar. I love Marquise Brown this week, fantasy wise. Next, we got a good one, divisional one. I believe this is a Sunday night game. Uh, Packers at Vikings. Vikings will be a home underdog as well. One and a half. Green Bay is the favorite. I'm picking the Vikings here in a field goal game, 28-25. Ooh, I like that because I also have the Vikings here. Um, I have the Vikings 28-24. So. Yeah, so we're pretty similar there. there. We are. Another divisional game. Uh, Chargers are the favorite here, even though this is really going to be a home game for the Raiders, even though it's Raiders at Chargers. So Raiders at Chargers, three-point three, three favorite for the Chargers. I'm picking the Raiders here. Uh, by the way, same rule applies here for the Chargers as it does for the Bills, as I said for them. If they are that team, they got to win this game, even if they got 16 more games. Divisional game, a team that's right there with them as far as talent. Uh, probably not as well-rounded as the Chargers, but I got Vegas shootout, 35-31, very reminiscent of the, the last game of the season, last season. So uh, another shootout, another game that's going to come down to the wire. Raiders on top. Shout out to Joshua Daniels and Chandler Jones. I have another. I have another shootout. I have the Chargers coming out on top, though. I have them thirty-eight to thirty-five. Giants at Tennessee. Tennessee is a five and a half point favorite. I kind of want to pick the Giants here, but I think Derrick Henry has a a nice first game to his season. Uh, you know, how Derrick Henry plays and how healthy he says will dictate the Titans season. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm winning 24-17. Actually, you know, I'll give the Giants a little more respect. They're 24-20. I got a lot of four-point games here, I feel like. Yeah, I've got mine. I've got mine going to be a 27-21 to Titans win. I think Derrick Henry has himself a big ball game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Cowboys. Cowboys home dogs. Tom Brady More the home Bucks. dogs than you'll ever really see. Like, a lot of home dogs this week. I mean, obviously it happens in the NFL because you got bad teams. but especially You'll see it more, especially week one. Especially yeah. week one, you'll see the home dogs. But uh, 
Bucks, two and a half point favorite over the Cowboys. Cowboys at home. I'm actually picking the Cowboys here. Uh, Whoa. Which I was not expecting that one. Go on. Don't favor, I don't feel great about that either. Uh, let's say, let's go field goal game. Actually, no, let's go 27 21 Cowboys over the Bucks. I've got this one 30 to 24 Bucks. I think it'll be a good game. Last one. We actually do not have a double Monday night game this year. Uh, we got not Joe week Buck one, but we have it week two. Do we really? Yeah, no, I don't know why we don't have it week one, but they decided to make it week two. Hold That's on, pretty dude. yeah, it's um Tennessee, Buffalo, and then Minnesota, Philly week two, but week one, oh, they, wow. just, they just said no. <laughs> Those don't even make sense. They usually have a west coast team. That's really weird. Yeah, the first, is. what, six o'clock. Uh, what is seven, it, six, fifth, seven fifteen and then eight thirty. So they're gonna overlap. They've got oh fuck they, that. They've got ten, they I don't know. They got Tennessee at Buffalo at seven fifteen, and then they've got Minnesota at Philly on ABC at eight thirty. So I have That's no unless they change it from like when I took a screenshot of that on the ESPN uh, app like um, two weeks ago. That is an absolute joke. I don't even really know what the hell to say to that. I yeah, really don't. I that, that, It didn't make any sense to me either because they always do it week one. Not to mention because their week one game is a West Coast matchup. It's Broncos and Seahawks. They could have easily had that as the number two game and put whoever on week one. They could have put they could have put the Giants and Titans game there at Monday night. That's terrible. Yeah, that they, um, yeah they have flexed. They, yep, they did flex that. Uh, that, that is still the thing. It's uh, the two games week two. But we can go on with Denver, Seattle. That's stupid. Denver's a six and a half point favorite. Uh, funny first game. Russ versus his old team. And uh, Baker versus have... his old team too. Both That's won. true. Which was I wish it was versus Deshaun, but uh, we get Baker versus Brissett. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. Uh, I have this closer. I feel like it's going to be an ugly game. The first West Coast game, which is usually the Broncos, is always an ugly game. New offense. Uh, let's go 21-17 Broncos over the Seahawks. See, at first I had this as a blowout, but then thinking of Russell Wilson going back home to start the season in Seattle. I don't know what the Near weather's going to be. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm going to have it, though. I'm going to have it 27-20. to 20. I just don't think the Seahawks have enough offensively. Listen, that was much... I don't know. I disagree with that off top, but... That was much quicker than we usually go through our picks. Um, maybe it's because we just did a lot of talking with our predictions. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you take it away and tell us what your fantasy podcast is looking like. Yes. So, um, yeah, I was going to say, one, I think we, it was because of the fact that um, we just got all of, like, everything out that we need. Normally when we're talking, we're doing our picks, we're talking about, like, yeah, so Tampa's looking blah, blah, blah. But we didn't need to do all of that because we just did it. But, um yeah, so Fantasy Podcast, uh, it's going to be available on YouTube under the uh, Warner Brothers Podcast channel. I'll have it linked in my description, and we'll definitely make a post for it. And it'll be linked in the description that we have on our like uh, on our Buzzsprout uh, website feed thing there. But pretty much it's going to be a week-in, week-out talk about some standard fantasy, but we're going to be more so along the lines of daily fantasy because you do see a lot of shows and a lot of different things on weekly fantasy and what they feel, but I have a lot of daily fantasy things that I put into for FanDuel DraftKings as well. So it's going to be a fantasy show that's on you. That's going to be pretty much a YouTube exclusive. 
that's going to mm. be fantasy show YouTube exclusive. You're going to be able to see my old face here. And I'm going to be running through what I feel like the sleepers of the week are, some people that are big, some people that you should fade out, and kind of give you insight on what I think the best lineups for that week in FanDuel will be. And we'll go through every week and see how I do. Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. I guess see it too. So, uh, yeah, yeah. can't wait to hear it. Definitely. I'm very you, excited for it. Very, very excited for it. So how many, I mean, obviously you're talking about daily fantasy, but how many strictly like fantasy football leagues are you in this year? Only three, which is good for me. Um, I've got, and they're all like, like good leagues. So I've got one with Austin in Austin, Tyler Mori, his family that I joined this year. I've got one with my work people. So everyone that I see pretty much daily or at least five days a week, I've got one. And then I've got the classic one I've done now for this is going to be my ninth year with all my uh, high school friends. So put those, that's like, your correct. Like you're the commission. Yeah. Me and Ira are the commissioner of that one. So that'd be technically, that'd be Double my com- league. So we put it, I doesn't say we put it together a while back. So, and it's, it's good with this. That was the draft that came down to Florida and we enjoyed it. That was a fun time. Dope. And, uh, if you listen to the past two, which, I'm making my fantasy football debut this year. I'm not don't the most confident in my team. I'm not, I'm bullish on my team, but like I really don't know. My my team's pretty Lamar heavy. You know, mm-hmm. if Lamar has the year I think he's gonna have, my team will do wonders. <laughs> they really will. They really will. Uh, here, let me give you a rundown of my roster. Okay, I love to see it. I love to see it. I would say week one of the NFL is coming around the corner, obviously. I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm probably going to be watching the game with Joe, who's still down here. Kendall, Danny, and myself will probably go somewhere to get some get some good wings in, of course, because how can you not? And then the season will kick off. I am so excited. You sound thrilled. <laughs> we got Lamar. I'm sorry. I'm all like, oh, I'm – Trying to hold my excitement, and I don't need to yell in the mic right now, but I'm thoroughly, thoroughly as excited as possibly can be for this NFL season. I've been waiting for some sort of sport because baseball's not doing it for me. Aaron Judge's home run, the chase to 60, is the only thing that's interesting right now in baseball. I'm sorry, this is for the common fan. I understand a lot of people are like, oh, man, the Red Sox are on a run. And Yeah, no, not me. I'm just ready for football. Yeah, baseball is very much a local sport now. Uh, yeah, not much else to say about baseball. But here's my fantasy team real quick rundown. Uh, I feel like I should have got more receiving backs, but obviously trades will happen. But this is my week one squad. Lamar Jackson, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Chubb, that running back. Damian Harris is my other back. Brandon Cooks. Debo Samuel at receiver. At tight end, we got Kyle Pitts. At my flex, I got Adam Thielen. My kicker is Evan McPherson, 49ers defense. And then on my bench, I got Aaron Rodgers, Melvin Gordon, Marlon Mack, who does not have a team currently. He will probably find his way off my roster, or at least on reserves. Uh, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith, and uh, Hunter Henry at my backup tight end. Shouts to the Patriots. Yeah, I like uh, you're in a 10-man league, right? Yeah. 12-team league. A 12. Oh, that's a that's definitely a good team for a 12. I like, I was going to say, the 49ers defense week one, I think, is going to do wonders against the Bears because we both have the Bears not getting even over 19 points. So 
I like. I would say I like that Lamar first week's going to have a big week. I think the biggest question mark for you is going to be your second running back because as Damian Harris is good, obviously, and I think he's a better player than a fantasy player. Um, 15 I, last year is my remaining. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say that is if he can – if they utilize him like that on the red zone again, then he'll definitely be a very useful number two running back. It's just hard because Patriots running backs are just so difficult because Bill will do anything on any week. You'll have um, Joan. Oh, what the what the hell was his name? The guy who missed two hundred and got cut because he missed practice. Jonas oh, Gray. Jonas, Jonas Gray. Gray. Yeah. Damien Harris is not Jonas Gray. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that Bill's just so wishy washy with guy. Like he would like. There would be weeks where he'd start James White, then it'd be LeGarrette Blunt, then it'd be Rex Burkhead. It's just so I think there's gonna be weeks that are gonna be Damian Harris centric, and then I think there's gonna be weeks that are weeks that are Ramondre Stevenson centric. So it'll be interesting to see I, how he does it. I semi agree with that. What I would say is his first two years, his first year in twenty twenty, I think he missed his rookie year actually, and I think technically his second season was his rookie season kind of deal. I could be wrong about that. But Years one and two for him, they used him at the goal line heavy. They gave him heavy production. Uh, obviously split some with Ramondre, Ramondre last year, but he still got those goal line touches. They're both very similar backs. Uh, Ramondre could probably do a little more as far as catching. Looks like they're going to feature him more there. So that might be where yeah, Dame Harris... Use, they said they're going to use him like uh, James White. So that might be where his touches go down. But I do think unlike most years, like we saw through Brady's prime where they could literally use like you said three or four backs i think it'll be mainly those two but yeah there could be weeks different than last year where it's damian harris is the number two compared to ramondre depending on the matchup yeah that's the only real difference i could see in that yeah that could maybe get a downtick in his production i I think i think like playing playing wise i think it's going to be fine i think the patriots won't like take a step back at all i just think fantasy wise some weeks it's going to He's going to be, be really touchdown dependent, and that's hard to do sometimes with running backs. It'll be hit or miss. My team's going to be, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Yes. Well, good luck to you on that. Good luck your first year of fantasy. Absolutely. I can't wait. And then, shit, sooner or later, again, about four weeks, five weeks from now, we'll be doing this for basketball, too. So, yes. But. Yeah, Keen, we've done a lot of talking tonight. Um, I cannot believe it is football eve already, but we are here. I cannot wait. I think tomorrow's going to be an amazing game. Hopefully it sets off the season right. Uh, just like the last few years, it's a crapshoot. You just never really know who could win it. There, it seems like there's six to eight teams who could definitely win it this year. Uh, and that middle of the pack is a jumble. It really is like... I don't know. I think it's going to be an incredibly random season. I think it's going to be an incredibly entertaining season. Uh, I think we're going to see some high-scoring games. I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready for all the drama the NFL season brings. I'm ready for it all. I'm ready for coaches to be fired. I'm ready for for that random beef. I'm ready mm-hmm. for... You never know what might happen. We've had players retire mid-game. Never know. The NFL season is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. And again, I don't mean to shot ran on their parade, but I really can't believe the NBA is like four or five weeks from us like having this same kind of talk. Like yeah, that see, just, I'm not excited uh, now, but I'll be excited when it comes around like every single year I am. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is the least excited for a Patriots season I've been. Uh, maybe, maybe last year I was less excited, but this year is just like, where at least last year I knew that we'd be like a run-heavy team and we're going to ease Mac into it. I really have not one single idea of what this offense is going to look like with all its pieces. Because there is talent on this offense, but it's like, what the hell are they? Why didn't they sign a real NFL court? Like, they could have went out and got, like, someone amazing. Like, they absolutely could have. They could have absolutely, Kraft could have went out and went and paid a real, true offense in mind. Like, he has in the past. Like, you know, what? They went from Charlie Weiss in mm-hmm. career to, I believe, they went right into Josh McDaniels. Then McDaniels left for that Denver job. We got Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. who, you know, again, has dabbled in the NFL as a head coach. Then we went back to Josh McDaniels. And I think the last three, four years were rough for Josh McDaniels. But overall, I think he's a genius offensive mind. You know, he did stuff he did with Welker and Moss. And then the later half of Welker's career, Julian Edelman and that crew and a bunch of other and all our running backs. I think McDaniels did incredible stuff. Weiss obviously did great stuff with Brady early in his career. Bill O'Brien did great stuff with Brady and the two tight ends early in his career. No clue what the hell Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are going to do. I'm not bullish on them. I'm not. But, hey, we will see. And Bill, we trust. I really do think Bill Belichick's going to have a good year. Uh, I meant to say in the last podcast, and most things that Bill Belichick does that we are like, what the hell, whether it be cutting a player, trading a player, nine times, eight times out of ten, it works out for Belichick. This is one that I'm absolutely perplexed perplexed by. Excuse me, I cannot talk, I guess, but I'm absolutely perplexed by it. I like I have no even if we end up with a nine and eight record as I projected, I believe you projected the same record. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I think it'll be the ugliest nine and eight ever. I can't imagine a world where I have no faith at all in that Patricia. I have no faith at all in this I have no faith at all in our coaching staff other than like besides Bill Belichick when it comes to like that. The defense is gonna be fine. I have no idea on the offense. Again, the Patriots at max, I think it'd be 10, maybe 11. It'd be a tough 11. But I think at minimum, they could be 6 and 11. I think that's easily in play. Because not just because they don't have an offensive coach or coordinator. They just don't have anything there. The Patriots this year are going to be very interesting in week to week. I am going to be confused. But, you know, I'm going to let it happen. The last time I was this baffled by a Bill Belichick move was when we got rid of Jamie Collins midway through the season. So, And this and is the they- least confident I have been in the Patriots ever. Yeah, and I was pretty confident up until I realized, oh, we're actually not hiring a coordinator. Had we just got an offensive coordinator, I would have been like, Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe 11 wins, you know. Hey, oh, cool. But, <laughs> That'd be nice. Someone that knows offense. That'd be cool. But Matt Patricia, I have no idea what fascination with Patricia is. Uh, I'll never understand it. But that's enough Patriots talk for today. We got literally 18 weeks to talk Patriots if we want. Um, real quick, you want to talk about the Donovan Mitchell trade? Just give me your quick synopsis of it. Where do you think that's the Cavs in the East? I think the Cavs uh, could potentially I think this year they won't be I think within the next couple of years I could put them within the top four in the east I think still Brooklyn I still have faith in Brooklyn being able to put it together to at least be a top three Miami's still got pieces there Philly's still a team there and then obviously Boston and Milwaukee are the two class of that 
of the um, East. But I think it could be going forward. I think the Hawks could, with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young, could move up. And then Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, and Darius Garland could make a push as well. I like what the Cavs did there. Yeah, we'll talk about it more in a month, but my gut reaction is I have them right behind the teams you just mentioned. So I have them right in that five or six spot. I so. agree. And the Bulls as well. They'll be it'll be within like the Bulls, the Heat, um, them, the Hawks, and the Sixers, I think. And then I have Brooklyn a little bit ahead. I mean, Brooklyn and the Sixers can be in the same boat actually too. They just got Trez today. But yeah. Um yeah, no, I think it's going to be kind of the top four. Then it'll be the Hawks, the the Hawks, Heat, the Cavs, are kind of, and the Bulls in that next four. Mm. Yeah, I'm not as bullish on the Hawks. I think they'll be a playoff team again, but I don't know. I think the Cavs like the gave too. True, true. I think the Cavs gave up a lot for Donovan Mitchell, but I really like their young core: Garland, Mitchell, Jared Allen, <laughs> Mobley. That's, and they have a good bench. They've got a deep team. They really, they already had a deep team, and then you add Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I think they gave up a lot. They did, but they gave up pieces that can, are replaceable. Like they have, they have already Colin Sexton's replacement. They had Laurie right. Markinen is replaceable, even though I really like Laurie Markinen. I've loved them since Arizona. So I meant more so for their future, like the draft. Oh yeah, they dra- and then dra- yeah, the draft capital. Big spot. But the players, yeah, they still. They're still just as deep as last year, probably even more now with this talent, which is scary. So they're a, they're a sleeper to me. They're a sleeper, but we'll talk about that in a month. Let's keep it NFL. Keenan, that's really all I have. That's for, all I got, uh, too. Uh, it was great talking to you. Tune into part one if you haven't already. Maybe you clicked at the top of the feed and listened to part two first. It really doesn't matter either way. Let's do it. You maybe got a couple spoilers with our Super Bowl picks, but hey. Go listen to both. I don't care if it's backwards or forwards. Uh, Keaton, as we talked about, we'll be having new dream album soon, if you want to call them that, uh, or make an album, whichever. Uh, yeah, we got a lot on the way. Beginning of football season, NBA around the corner. It's gonna More be music. it's gonna be a busy fall to winter for us, and I'm looking forward to it. I love it. We've got a lot of great ideas on the way. This was the Warner Brothers podcast. Thank you to all the listeners. We will be back next week. Keenan, you have a good one. Have fun. Tell Joe, tell Kendra, tell Danny I said hello. I will be down to Clearwater soon. Maybe, yeah. Hopefully we can do one in person. This is almost a year, damn near a year, we haven't done one in person. Yeah, and I got a mic. I got a second mic here and everything. So we definitely, with the setups here, to do it in person. So we could definitely do it in person. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, I'm excited to move forward here. I'm excited for this fantasy thing that I'm about to do here too. I know you've got, we all got future endeavors and a lot. This, this is only just the beginning for us. We're going to be able to branch out in so many different ways and I'm thrilled for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Keen, I'm gonna let you go. Peace. Great pod as always. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, Kyle. You as well.